You're so good to us. And Father, we will bless you at all times. Your praises shall continually be in our mouths. We worship you. You created us to worship. And so we lift our hands in this place. And your worship is in our mouths. And we bless you, Jesus. It's our pleasure, it's our privilege to worship. We're honored to worship you, God. There's nobody like you anywhere, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. Take your place, Jesus. Take your place, Jesus, Jesus. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. To We're caught up in your presence. 
you don't owe me Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. And I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda.
motivado por tu santidad y no me quiero ir no busco bendiciones Jesús no me Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago that the glory you had given him we would somehow come to know. So make us one accord. heaven it will be fill us with the truth and righteousness you desire the world to see
Hey, welcome to the Surrender All of Jesus show, guys. Man, I, you know what? I, I did not know if my guest was going to come on or not. Um, and I, I, we got her on. She's ready to go. Guys, I am so stoked. I need to turn myself down here just a little bit. It's a little loud. I don't know if I'm coming across loud for you guys, too, but let me just turn that down a bit. There we go. So um, my guest today, um, Dr. Kate Catherine Champis, and hopefully I got that last name right. Guys, she wrote a book um, not too long ago, and it's called The Lion and the Narcissist. And guys, she went through a horrific, horrific time um, with uh, an ex-boyfriend. And she's going to be talking about her testimony, and she's also going to be um, talking about some life coaching stuff. Guys, she's, she's healed. Now, of course, it's a progressive thing, guys, right? I mean, we always... Um, it's a progressive thing. God heals us progressively. And so, um, so she's healed, she's healing and she's going to heal other people and God's going to work through her in mighty, mighty ways. I can guarantee it. So, um, Hey, the people you just got done listening to, um, the second person was Jason Upton. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's local. He lives right here in the Milwaukee area. Uh, the people before that, that's Faith Builders um, Praise and Worship Team. Guys, I'm telling you, they're anointed. Uh, their information is actually in the comments section. If you ever wanted to check out some of their, their singles, they have, I think, three singles right now. That information is in there too. So, hey, do I look a little different? And I might because my goatee is not there anymore, guys. Uh, I ended up wanting to start something new and uh, I'm going to let it grow. And uh, so you guys can see me with a kind of a beer going on for a little while too. And then we'll get back to that goatee. But hey, sometimes you got to do stuff like that, right? Guys, I am stoked for today. I came, I got some new overlays that that we're, that we're going to use. Uh, it's just pretty, pretty awesome. But take a look at this. Uh, this is Elder James Haley uh, from Faith Builders Church, and we got something coming up this Saturday. Now, I can't guarantee you're going to have that much fun on Saturday, but it's going to be pretty close. Now, if you know anybody in need, just tell them to come on out on Saturday at 1 p.m. Faith Builders Church. We're going to have free food, free clothing, resources, and even some haircuts. So come on out if you're in need, and I'll see you soon. All right, guys, so that's the Faith Builders Church. It's the After Dark Ministry, our Aftermath Youth um, from our church are also going to be working on this. It's this Saturday. So if you're driving around and you see homeless people, I'm not, I'm telling, I'm not going to say like pick them up, but you could if you wanted to. I've done that many a times, but at least let them know, especially if you're down in the south side next to the airport, let them know that there's, you know, haircuts that are going to we're going to do free food, clothing, and uh, we're grilling out too, guys. So I think that's going to be kind of cool. So just go ahead and check that out. Um, all right. So let's let's get to our promos here, guys. Um, all right. If you don't know what Surrender All of Jesus is all about, watch this. Are you going to surrender? And every one of us, if we look back in our lives, we can see how God was training us to do the things that He really wants us to do. The question is, is are we listening to the Holy Spirit? That time is now. There's no more excuses for each one of us. We need to step in that cause because each one of us, that cause is directly linked to people that are lost in the city, the state, and the world. So we need to step in that cause and do that so that we can reach those people. Let me ask you a question. Do you want joy in your life? 
You know what, if you want joy in your life, what you need to do is surrender all. And that's exactly what this whole website, the, the radio ministry is all about, is surrendering those things to God that He wants you to do so you can step in that awesome destiny that He has for your life. You know what, there's a lot of really cool things that are going on in the city of Milwaukee. God does have a strategic plan to change the things that are going on. We've been laying a foundation, a revival has started, and you know what, He needs you. God needs you to do those awesome things that He preordained just for you to reach the people of the city of Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin, and the world. Surrender All Ministries is all about partnering with as many people as we can. You know, we got Clark Square Initiative that we're partnering with. We got Salvation Army. We have Rescue Mission. We have all these different ministries that are doing things in the city of Milwaukee. There's a reconciliation that has been going on between churches, all different denominations, and we're working together as one in Christ. You're almost out of time, you better give up Gotta stop running, it's the end of the line It's time to surrender All right, so that's Surrender All the Jesus Ministry, guys. You can check out uh, the website and stuff later. So, hey, sponsorship. Guys, without sponsorship, this show could not keep on going. I couldn't be getting this really awesome new equipment that you guys can take a look at this right here. Look at this new monitors, we got lights, we got all this stuff going on. And yes, I'm still in my own home. And the cool thing about that is, hey, it's cool outside. And I was able to make a fire, which I really, really like. So sponsorship, watch this guys. Um, telling you, it's crazy. There's a couple different tiers, things you guys can do. And um, if you look around the outline of this, uh, these are the sponsors for the show. And you could put your logo there and just listen to this. Welcome to the uh, the advertising slash sponsorship of the Surrender All of Jesus show. Guys, you know what? I've been doing this since about 2014. I took a little bit of a break um, in 2017, came back on in um, 2019. And guys, man, the show is all about just showcasing what God is doing through people. And if you've been blessed by this, guys, I would love for you guys to partner with me. And there's three ways that you guys can partner with me. The first way is to pray. Just constantly pray that that when we speak these things over the airwaves, that Holy Spirit is moving. And not only will it reach people during the, the live show, but when people like review the shows um, year, three years, 10 years from now, that Holy Spirit would still just go right through these airwaves and it would touch people's lives and would change people. Guys, I'm telling you, I, I've had many times people coming back and telling me that that's something that my guest said or something that I said, it just changed their lives. And that's what this is all about. So prayer, that's the first thing. The second thing, guys, is uh, actively participating. So it's watching and then I love emojis and all that kind of stuff. But man, I'm telling you, those comments are where it's really at. So if, one, if I say something and it just resonates with your heart or if my guest says something and it resonates with your heart, just say something. Put as many comments as you can. I mean, right away, tell me where you're watching from and all those kind of things like I talked about at the beginning of the show. But that's the second way. The third way, guys, is to financially support this show and the ministry itself. I mean, we also do like fire starter classes and all that. The main thing that God put on my heart is to help people get deliverance, freedom, get aligned correctly, and then step in that awesome destiny that he has for your life. Man, so advertising. If your business or and and or your uh, your your ministry, if you want to partner with me, I have three different tiers of, of, of advertising. And if you look at right now, I'll look at the screen. Uh, Christina Cornell is one of my sponsors, 
and she does all my multimedia stuff, guys. She does the website for the Surrender All of Jesus website. She does the website for Healthy Surrender. So she does that. She can branding, uh, labeling, uh, multimedia stuff. I mean, it's just amazing. She's an amazing woman of God. And she, she allows Holy Spirit to flow through what she's doing and doing things for your, your, your business or your ministry. She also has a ministry of her own with her daughter, Isabella, and they do singing and they do testimony things and they're trying to reach out to young people and, and men and women, but their ministry is called Tell Them Ministries. If you really want to see what they're all about within that ministry, watch last week's show. Just go on the YouTube page or go on my Facebook page and uh, just search uh, Christina Cornell and it'll pop up. She's been on my show several times. So that's one sponsor, guys. That's a way you can do it. Or in another way, financially support him is just go through PayPal or just go through my website and just do a love offering. I mean, if, if, if this show has blessed you, just do a love offering. I would never give an amount of what someone should give. But if while you're watching, Holy Spirit is like just kind of uh, urging you to give a certain amount, give that amount because the blessing is to me, but it's more so for you. Man, it activates that blessing that whatever you would need, whatever Holy Spirit is telling you. All right, so let's check out Healthy Surrender. So Healthy Surrender, it's all about encompassing being whole, okay, guys? Your mind, your body, your spirit, and your soul. So in Healthy Surrender, I do life coaching, uh, deliverance ministry, inner healing, um, mentoring, uh, mediation if you need something like that. We do premarital counseling, all that kind of stuff. So that's to get right with God and to get the junk out and to get healed, right? But the other part of that is keeping our vessel good enough and in shape and where we need to be so that we can have that longevity of doing the things that God wants us to do for a really, really long time, right? So some of the products that I sell is through New You Life. And we're gonna watch a couple videos of that, but it's Soldierm, uh, it's HGH gel, and I also sell some keto products. And there's some really cool uh, multivitamin. It's an immune booster, and it's called Fortress. So let's check that out, and uh, we'll be right back. We are aging. When was the last time you felt an ache or tired and thought, is this my new normal? Studies show that around the age of 30, the aging process begins, and your body stops production of a crucial protein known as human growth hormone, or HGH. This well-documented hormone produced by the pituitary gland is considered by many to be the master hormone. This hormone is a foundational piece of your body's endocrine system. When HGH is diminished, the body starts to age. As aging sets in, the body may start to gain weight, lose energy and stamina, experience slower recovery, along with changing moods and changing sexual function. But does this have to be your story? Is there something you can do to disrupt this process? At New You Life, we are on the forefront of the scientific movement utilizing cutting-edge key ingredients to create a blend that supports your body's mechanisms as you age. Through clinical research, proprietary blends, and unique delivery methods, New You Life is a market leader in innovation. Which is why we bring you Somaderm Gel. Somaderm is the first transdermal formula that enables the body's natural power of endogenous HGH. Somaderm contains a proprietary blend that is delivered transdermally and delivers innovative key ingredients that have been shown to provide incredible benefits. 
Formulated in 2001, Somaderm was specifically developed for a small group of elite athletes, but quickly showed powerful, everyday benefits for men and women of all ages and lifestyles. After years of being sold to an exclusive clientele, in 2018, the formulator released Somaderm to the general public. Somaderm has since helped countless people as it has begun to spread across the globe. Made in the USA, Somaderm is produced in a GMP-certified facility to ensure quality and efficacy of key ingredients designed to help you reap the benefits of increased HGH within your body. Key ingredients in Somaderm have been found to massively increase endogenous HGH by up to 800%. This translates into some amazing benefits. Men and women alike are seeing the benefits of the key ingredient blend in Somaderm that may help maintain healthy hormone, testosterone, and estrogen levels. Within the first few months of using Somaderm, men and women may experience an increase in lean muscle mass, reduced body fat, and improved bone and joint health. By fighting aging through the endocrine system, you may also see improvement in both quantity and quality of restful sleep a strengthened immune system, and an increase in sexual vitality. Somaderm features an innovative delivery system and should be applied to the thin areas of the skin to ensure direct absorption for maximum benefits. Reclaiming your youth may be easier than you think. In fact, Somaderm is so impactful that many doctors are even implementing it into their customer's supplement regimen. There's a constant feedback system with all the hormones and they're completely integrated and they influence the secretion of other hormones. The key is to have the balance. The balance creates optimal health. For human growth hormone, it's something that peaked in our early 20s, declines rapidly with age, contributes to the negative effects of aging. So as we reset that clock or those levels, so to speak, then we can continue to help our tissue to regenerate, help have better muscle tone, body composition, muscle mass, thought, brain uh, function. So it is you know, very important to restore those levels and maintain them in, in, a, in a higher range. For years, ineffective and expensive HGH supplementation has been the only option. However, the incredible benefits of HGH are not always available when taking hormones orally or through injections. Now, Somaderm is available and ready to help you rediscover your youth. Backed by a satisfaction guarantee, the Somaderm blend uses a low-dose transdermal delivery system and enables your natural, powerful HGH and has been formulated to help you attain optimal whole body health. Preserve your youth with the power of your body's HGH. Fight aging with Somaderm Gel. Our bodies know how to defend themselves. We have elaborate mechanisms within our body that make up our immune system. So our job isn't to defend ourselves from things, it's to help support our body's natural immune system to begin with. And when you look at Fortress from New You Life, that's exactly what we're after. Individually sourced ingredients that have been demonstrated to support our natural immune system and help our bodies just do a good job at what they're naturally meant to do. So vitamin C, for instance, been demonstrated in multiple studies to be a powerful antioxidant and also to support the immune system. Echinacea, same category. Berberine, one of the most powerful antioxidants that you can find on the market. And also things like zinc, 
You see, when you look at the immune system, minerals are very, very important to the healthy function of the immune system as well. It's all a delicate dance and a delicate balance within the body. And that's why Fortress is a very nice combination of these independently sourced ingredients that can help support a healthy immune system. Ketogen 4 and KG4. At first glance, you might be thinking, okay, this is a ketone supplement. This is only going to be for people that are doing a ketogenic diet. Let me first dispel that. The ketogenic diet is great and it works wonders for people that utilize it, but you can still leverage the benefits of the ketogenic diet without being in ketosis. And that's where Ketogen 4 and KG4 come in handy. You see, they utilize a four salt blend of the ketone salt, which means that they give your body the feeling and the effect of ketones without having to naturally produce them from depriving yourself of carbohydrates. Now, what are the benefits that you see coming from ketones? Generally, it's satiety related. It helps keep you satiated. One of the reasons a ketogenic diet is so successful for many people is because the appetite suppressing effect is so powerful. So what we've worked to do is make sure that we can do everything we can to have that appetite suppressing effect in a bottle. So KG4 and Ketogen 4 are tremendous for your transformation because they help control that appetite a bit, which allows the work that you're doing in other areas of your healthy lifestyle to be more beneficial. But it doesn't stop there. You see, the ketone salts are amazing and lots of science behind them. But when you look at the big picture, people that are doing a ketogenic diet or just living a low carb lifestyle or maybe doing some intermittent fasting, there are some nutrient deficiencies that need to be accounted for, mainly in the world of minerals. So what Ketogen 4 and KG4 have in place is a nice balanced collection of minerals to help support that low carb lifestyle and help provide you with the minerals that you need for those healthy functions when you're going through your transformation. Additionally, we look at nutrients and vitamins because one of the things that can happen when you're on a lower carb diet is you can expel some of the water soluble vitamins. And that happens simply because on a ketogenic diet, you tend to urinate a little bit more. Well, you have to put those back in your system. And we don't expect you to be eating buckets of greens all day. So we put a nice amount of nutritious vitamins and minerals alongside it. Now, what's the difference between KG4 and Ketogen 4? The main difference is Ketogen 4 has caffeine. So it's something that's tremendous before a workout or something that you might wanna use earlier in the day. Whereas KG4 does not utilize caffeine and has no artificial sweeteners. So what that means is it might be something you wanna take in the evening time and you still wanna stay satiated and you maybe don't wanna eat so much dinner, but you don't wanna have the caffeine before bed. They also come in a number of delicious flavors, kiwi peach, as well as citrus orchard, which goes along perfect with your breakfast meal, just like a cup of orange juice. Awesome. So you can check all that stuff out at healthysurrender.com. It's in the comment section, but you don't want to do it now. I just want to click over here. And uh, Sandy, I just I thank you for watching. Yeah, um, I'll in, inbox me and uh, you and I can talk about that. But um, yeah, but thanks for watching, Sandy. All right. So without further ado, and you guys heard me talking about this, let's get this show rolling, right? So um, all right, my guest, uh, Kathy Chempis. I hope I got that last name right. I, I was practicing it. I've been just not doing it right, but we can call her Dr. K. And um, so guys, she's an amazing woman, amazing woman of God over the last, I think I just got done asking her. I'm like, when did we actually meet? And I think it was like 2018. So there was like a three-year span and I kind of watched her grow and her, and, and her relationship with God go deeper and deeper. 
and the things she says and and just realizing different things. And God was just given a revelation about different things about the her ex. And and so she's gonna she's gonna talk about that and and it's it's an amazing thing. So she wrote a book, it's called The Lion and the Narcissist. And guys, this book will show you different things about a narcissist that you might not have known. Or if you're in that kind of a relationship, you'll be like, mm, yeah, I know exactly what that is. So that's the kind of stuff we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about God healed her and is continually healing her. And uh, so let's watch this quick promo about the lion and the narcissist. Hey guys, welcome back. And uh, Dr. K, thanks for coming on. Um, how are you doing today? I didn't get a chance to even well. ask you that. Are you doing well? I'm well. You didn't. Yeah, we didn't ask each other. That was terrible. Like, I'm fine. How are you <laughs> what yeah. kind of a, yeah, what kind of a interview we're person kind of am like, I hey, with this show? Um, all right. So I, I, I think I got it right. I think we met like about like maybe 2018. And um, so my audience probably has never like heard of you. They've never maybe even seen you. So give me a little bit of a background of how this all came about. And when God started really kind of just revealing things to you um, about the relationship that, that you were in and, um, and then about your relationship with him. So I don't know if you want to kind of just jump back to about that time is probably about the time that I met you is when things were at pretty a, a pinnacle part I, if i'm i i can't remember i think it was maybe just beginning i don't yeah. know if it was quite the pinnacle part but okay um yeah i think we met right around the time i was seeing a lot of spiritual battle and really confused um and then the lord started steering me in the right direction or maybe i just started paying attention and actually following the right direction and yeah. led me right to meeting a lot of godly people which richard is one of these godly people that helped um helped me come to the light and see the truth and then go through a very 
very difficult recovery period and then has watched me, which I think I never thought I would see, but it was watched me grow um, the last three years. So, yeah. Um, when did you get a like inkling that, you know what, I need to start writing this down and that, um, and you know, God's going to use me to help other people. When, when did that like happen to you in this process? Oh, you're on mute. You muted. There you go. I'm sorry. I was writing, I, I was writing, I was journaling, not writing the book. I have really journaled my entire career. I was a professor in nursing, and that was one very important skill I taught students on how to develop um, their their nursing identity was to journal. So I was jour journaling either very early on, but writing for the book, I started writing um, when I was, I was assaulted in October of 2018, and I started looking at my experience that I had documented journaling and actually researching narcissism, which was the word was brought to my attention by actually my abuser's daughter. And I started researching it and then it just culminated into this book. I had really no plan. It just kind of everything fell into place uh, by the grace of God. So um, really it was I was really finished in six weeks. Um, wow. And then the Lord just was not, it just wasn't his timing to publish it, right. which at the time is frustrating. But now I kind of look and laugh and realize like most of us do that the Lord's timing is perfect. Yeah, it, it always is. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about like, did you know a lot about what a narcissist does and how they do things? Or is that something you had to really kind of delve into and, and, and research? I knew nothing about okay. I about narcissism or this term called narcissistic abuse or narcissistic abuse syndrome. I had known nothing right. about that until um, I had heard his daughter mention that her father was a narcissist. And then I had, sometimes the Lord which I'm sure you've come to experience can even use the social media to help help us. And I had met a young woman on social media and she, I don't remember. I think she was commenting on my wonder woman costume. I was wonder woman. So I was assaulted the day before Halloween of 2018. And I had this wonder woman costume and I used the wig, the wig to cover, um, the injuries to my face. And this woman just out of the blue Facebook messaged me. And in, I think it was 10 minutes, that woman, Christine Thompson explained everything that my boyfriend at the time had been doing to me and made it so easy to understand. And that really wow. led me to delve deeper into things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we talk about on a show is, is of course our faith and, and the other part of that, and I'm just a huge like believer of this is that God uses us to help other people. And the, the only way that God can like reach people is through us. So it takes listening to Holy spirit. Now just think about this. If that woman and what, what, what was her first name again? Christine, 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 mm -hmm. if she Christine. wouldn't have like listen to what God was telling her. And I don't even know, oh, I don't even know her relationship with, uh, with, 
with God. Even I mean, I don't even know if she has him, but God can use anybody. Um, but if she wouldn't have did that, where would you have been? I mean, would have things yeah. been dra dr drastically different, right? Um, so Absolutely. It, it's so important, guys, that we listen to Holy Spirit and we take those risks and those things that he wants us to do. It's just really, really important. Um, so it was uh, it was about at that point that you went, OK, I, this is this has got to change. And um, what was kind of your next step? I, I know part of what we used to talk about was um, like really paying attention to like um, the things we say and then declaring those things into existence. Right. T tell me about that. How did that process happen for you? Well, you you've seen the transformation in me. And at the time I was just so devastated and yeah, um, really just completely broken. If I, I think that's the way I would describe myself. Like I was looking like a mirror had just been shattered and someone, you know, telling me you got to put this back together. And I thought there's no way, yeah. no way I'm ever going to be able to put this back together. But I was a single mom with two children. And um, so I, even though I really, I hate to say this, I wanted to be dead. I knew that wasn't an option. Right. Um, and the Lord just did what he needed to do for me. I don't even know if I was listening early on. I was just getting thrown into the battle. But I definitely understood the concept of spiritual battle because it was always, things would stir in the, in the sense of good and evil or light and dark. I, I know you had helped yeah. me go, helped me through this. For yeah. instance, you had helped me pray so many times before court. Yeah. But um, so the, the court system for victims, <clears throat> and I did advocate and um, with a wonderful woman on Marcy's Law for Wisconsin, yeah. but victims have no right. Well, we have rights on a piece of paper. Victims have rights, but they're not enforceable because there really isn't any right. appeal no process right. or anything to do to enforce right. them. So, right. And also as a victim, you're thrown into this process that you have not, no zero knowledge about, and right. you're thrown in at a time of emotional and maybe even for me, physical brokenness. Yeah. So it was always around, remember I'd call you, it was always around three to four days before a court appearance and yep. the, the, the enemy would just throw a disaster at me if it wasn't yep. the first one was something at work. And then it was, it was just three, like my world was just being rocked and right. I understood, I don't, I'm sure it was the Holy Spirit now and hindsight i know that but i just knew that recognize like the enemy doesn't want me to stand up for myself he right. is diverting me to look at oh look here at your job look here at your disaster finances look here at this disaster right look at these family you know, the whole my entire every aspect of my life right around a court date was just upside down. And I really told the enemy, like, you're not going to do this. You're not going to suppress me, oppress me, 
anymore. And physically, I mean, there was times I thought I'm a nurse, so I thought I was having a stroke. I mean, I could feel part of my face (laughs) like drooling and it was just the stress was so intense. Yeah. But it was like the, the enemy didn't want me to fight as a victim. Because it's very clear he wanted me destroyed and he also wanted the perpetrator to get away with what he got away with so he could continue to bring harm into people's lives. And I wasn't going to let that happen. And I would, you remember how much shaking I had this trembling from the moment I was assaulted that, I mean, I couldn't even drive a car. My feet were trembling. I just had this, this extreme shaking. And it wasn't, I understand now as I have healed, gone through different phases of the healing process, what mental anxiety and physical anxiety, you know, like a physiological anxiety, I can differentiate the differences, but that was a very intense spiritual anxiety. And I think it was, um, I think, I know that I saw the devil face to face and it rocked my spirit. I mean, it just shook me to the core. Right. And that I would call every time the, I think that I have personal beliefs on narcissism that they do share spiritual demons, um, kind of like working in a gang and they would just gang up on me and attack me from every direction. And it just always triggered the same tremulous type of um, response for me. But you would take me through deliverance prayer. And at the time I grew up um, in a Greek Orthodox church where we followed pre-written prayers written by the Holy Fathers. And I never knew, I really never learned how to pray for me, except just grabbing my prayer book and just reciting this prayer. And Richard, I would just let him pray for me. And I always, I just was like, oh, wow, like, how does he do this? And how do people do this? And how do they know what words? And now I understand how they do it. But the enemy was just keeping me away from achieving all of this. So, but the Lord put the right people in my life at the time to help me through, to just carry me every step of the way. Yeah. So one of the things to think about, guys, is that um, in in the midst of that stuff going on, um, she's trying to deal with everything that's happening, but the ex was also manipulating the court system, manipulating the officers. I mean, just unbelievable stuff like that. So there is a huge spiritual warfare. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like blame. I'm not gonna say the devil had everything to do with this because I think sometimes we give the devil too much credit when it comes to that, and people can just be really bad people. Um, but I do believe that he can manipulate people. And when someone has a destiny, I really believe, uh, Dr. K, that your destiny is unbelievable. And that, that, that not that God wanted you to go through this, but man, he's going to glorify himself and you're going to heal. You're going to help hundreds and thousands of people because of this with the book, with your life coaching. And, um, yeah. So with that destiny, um, you know, the devil doesn't know what that is, but he, he can sense something of what's going on. And that's why mm-hmm. you got hit so hard. Um, but he's not going to win. He's not going to win at all. I mean, at all. So tell me something. So this is one, one of the things when, when you were talking, I was thinking about, okay, now if there's a, a person that's listening, what would be something that might be going through their mind right now? I mean, give me, give me some, 
give me some like things. Oh, you know what? Let's go to, uh, let's, let's go to this one right here. All right. So, um, it, so these are some quotes from the book, right? So everything the narcissist presents is an illusion because the narcissist mirrors back the best qualities in a victim. Talk about that for a second. Um, well, I don't want to, I might in a second or third book, I have so many books inside of me that are just ready to come out, but yeah, um, in a good this thing. book, I didn't, I didn't go into what causes narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder. And I wasn't, I really wouldn't have been ready for that because, and I don't think it's an appropriate place for victims of this type of abuse or anybody that's in it to start because usually narcissists or other what's termed dark triad personalities i don't right. I, everybody knows what a psychopath is but there's right. also machiavellianism they all fall into this triad of of very evil traits um and and if you haven't experienced a narcissist people will just look and be like how mm -hmm. why didn't you get out of this relationship why didn't you see it and but it is literally an illusion right um, and what these, I, I guess I think of them as a chameleon. So they really, and here's an, an, another important aspect, even before that is they target you before you even get to this point. So Gosh. at some level, they have been watching you and observing you. And I, I have, I did see this Netflix series called you. Oh, I was so traumatizing for me when I watched it, but it's as simple as it, it's through the eyes of a narcissist right. and how he works in a bookstore and every woman that comes in, he just figures her targets, her the way she walks, the way she dresses, the way she's holding her purse, the shoes. So they target you right. in terms of what you have to give, right? Because I think victims, you know, we're so hard on ourselves, but really I, you're targeted for your strengths. It's really yeah. the good things they want from you. They don't want anything negative from you, but they see the weakness or the window to steal that from you. Right. And usually victims are very empathic people or they feel a lot of compassion and yeah. empathy for other yeah. people where narcissists, the most predominant trait is lack of empathy. Yeah. So they cannot feel what it feels like to be in another person's shoes. Right. They only see things yep. from their perspective and yep. everyone else. And this is hard to hear is just an object meant to be exploited to yes. prop this illusion that they have. Yes. But um, I'm very hesitant to, to say, and I'm carefully going to say this for anybody that's in a relationship or first recovering, is they are very fragile, hurt uh, people that have been wounded in their childhood and have no self-esteem, no yeah. identity. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I we, think we talked about that, the, the identity part, but go, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So I hesitate because in the beginning, even for me, had, having been assaulted, I thought, well, if I love this person enough or, if, or as a Christian, if I pray for this person Good. enough, yes, I'm going oh. to be the one that's going to save this person. Yes. And that doesn't happen. <laughs> and it doesn't. Yep. And I know that that's very difficult for some people who don't want to accept that. Right. But narcissists do not change. Wow. There actually are four documented cases where they did want express a desire 
to change and those four committed suicide in the process because essentially they have to destroy this false mask or illusion that they've created to hide everything 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 is shame based yeah. so they're for some reason and that's sad it's heartbreaking yeah but very difficult for them to break this illusion that they've created so a, a really good book is the people of the lie hmm. so they have used lies to yeah. create this illusion and it's very strategic so they know how to mirror your qualities and a good example from my experience is one of the other victims uh, because narcissists usually have um, sexual being sexually promiscuous right. is very common they're cheaters it just is what it is because right. they need this this fragile Right. self-esteem so the other woman was um i was very church going i was a single mom i was i was getting my doctorate at the time i was very self i was very independent um so when he was with me and i have a huge greek family he just mirrored those qualities like yeah in fact i remember the first conversations i finally had with him he was like well tell me you know he, he would have me talking about saints i knew i know so much history from being brought up greek in a greek yeah. like monastery environment but i would just tell him stories and i genuinely thought like he wants to be saved like he really yeah. wants to hear this and he wants to be saved but one of the other women that he was having a full-time relationship with um was married at the time and um um, she had a drug, she was a drug addict. And I, apparently they had a completely different relationship than I did. They were partying and drinking till four in the morning. And it was very just, it was, it wasn't anything. And I just, when I would hear people describe what they, they were like together when they, when they would see them out right. and the dirty things they would talk about and, you know, the drinking and the drug, I thought that is not right. the person I know. The person right. I know plays with my children and jumps on the trampoline and acts like a kid and wants and comes to church with me and puts me on a pedestal like you are describing a completely different person. Wow. It just didn't make sense to me. But that's essentially because they are different right. people. They're a chameleon. So right. my hair, the Holy Spirit just brushed against me. <laughs> I got goosebumps in my hair. Man. But um, they mirror that. So you think, and I, I, I don't know if I really felt this way, but it's often described in the literature that you feel like, oh my goodness, I have met my soulmate. This person is perfect. Well, because they're me. just like you, right? They're like, right? They're, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, they're just like you. And they have picked up on your wants, needs, and desires. Yeah, But gotcha. you haven't paid attention. Right. I always think of it like when you're talking to a narcissist before you start dating, they're they're taking notes or they're on, their brain is a computer base and it's just taking everything in. Like, oh, remember she likes this. Oh, look, she expressed like this was missing in her, in her last relationship. So wow. I'm going to say, oh, I yeah. love that. Or I yeah. bring you flowers every day. Or So they're a, and they don't tell you anything about themselves right. and that was very, because they're very making sweet. it up as they go right exactly I knew nothing yeah and, and i didn't have the i'm you could tell i'm such a talker anyways but i didn't really i felt like i was prying like if he didn't want to tell me things about right. him right well i can't say that like i'm overstepping boundaries where a narcissist right. has zero problem overstepping every Everything. ethical social legal boundary sexual boundary i mean they know the boundaries laws do not apply to the narcissist like they have their own 
their own laws. So tell me about what's up on the screen right now. The tactics of my narcissist were much like that of a predator lion. And he, how he analyzed me and might sneer and devour his new prey. Um, is that with that quote, is that how you came up with the the title of the book? Is is that how that happened? Yes. Okay. Um I was I was I was so physically injured. I mean it was I don't want to get into that, but I was pretty right. much uh, couch ridden or whatever you wanna call it and right. obviously very upset and my brain like my brain still doesn't work like it's used to but um i couldn't i couldn't focus on anything so i click through the channels all the time and i clicked on a national geographic where this lion was hunting this zebra and i thought when i saw this lion like hiding and the zebra had no clue that this lion was hiding like in the grass right. and i thought oh my god like this is exactly how he did it to me and then it just helped me like that simple metaphor helped me understand so i would put it in that context and i right. understood right um so it is a predatory nature and i even remember um, and it's, and, and I also, and it's something very common in narcissists. They have a, a smirk and a stare and it's just this, I remember even looking at him or I, if I'd look occasionally, I would go back and look at pictures and there was this like sneakiness. Have you ever seen that? Like a sneakiness in someone's eyes? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yep. And I, and I think yeah, it's, it's not necessarily always, maybe what they're looking at or how they're doing it. I really believe it's just that you have the discernment of their spirit of what's going on with that. Yeah, yeah, it just was determined. always this like, what is he's yeah. not thinking? He's thinking sneaky. He's not yeah. thinking, you know, something yeah. is wrong. Yeah. But they're just so good. But they're analyzing you. And really, I mean, and I did write my book in terms of the three, some people say three, I, I use just three phases of narcissistic abuse. It's okay. idealization, where when they first meet you, you are idealized. Like you are to them, this perfect partner. You, they really do see you like that and they make right. you feel like that. Right. And then there's this devaluation stage, which could be um, because they're just bored because narcissists are get bored very easily and they tend to like high risk um, activities. They just get bored really easily. Right. Or it could be that you did something that doesn't fit this idealized, this perfect person that you were. Yeah. Um, and then it's the discard phase, which is like you're literally like a piece of garbage. I have a new toy over here. And, um, and they always have new supply and, and supply everywhere. So they can just right. go from one to the other because they could never be alone. They right. would never allow themselves to be alone because being alone, we're forced to look and reflect on ourselves and right. a narcissist cannot look at themselves. They, right. they will not. Um, so I did write my book in terms of those phases of okay those three stages of idealization, devaluation, and you go, and then some people will say Hoover. And that to me, that's just idealization all over again. But Hoovering was, it actually came from the Hoover vacuum that you just, they all of a sudden come back after they've discarded you and just disappeared without an explanation. It's like a Hoover vacuum just sucks you back in and you right. really understand like, how did I get back here? All of a right. the Hoover, Hoover vacuum just sucked you back into this relationship. And, um, so it's important to understand those patterns because once right. you apply those patterns, you can see those patterns in your, in your relationships. Yeah. So if someone's listening right now and you're kind of like hitting a chord and they're like, you know, I, I think this might be the relationship that I end that, that I might be in. 
um, what would you tell them to do? What's the first step? The first step is I would definitely find a trauma therapist or a therapist or somebody that understands narcissism because okay. very few people understand. Right. Um, and you will, there's no person that can get through this alone. There's right. no way that right. you can get through this alone. So, um, and some, and I don't tell people like you, you probably expect me to say, well, get out of that relationship, you know, right. and yeah, run, and run, run, run and leave skid marks. If you're on a date or you first right. meet a right. this absolutely like your best bet is like run and leave skid marks and never right. ever talk to that person again. Right. But there people that are in relationships with them, you can really trigger what I experience is a narcissistic rage. And I do not ever give that advice. Right. Every person's situation is different. Some people are right. married, some people are living with them. Right. So um, they really need to plan, Yeah. plan their escape because yeah. um, think of it like you're just walking along a path and then there's a mountain lion. Right. Well, if you run at that point, that's your prey. Yeah. That lion Coming. is going to beat you at yeah. every single corner. Yeah. Yep. But if you like stop and then just, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to hurt you. Right. You're not going to, you know, I'm just going to back away. You got to slowly back away. Yeah. Um, so, and I definitely experienced that, but by the grace of God, I was so upset with the court system delaying things, but it was to my benefit because it allowed me to recover and heal and to learn more about his tactics. But yes. I don't think I yep. survived that court process yep. without that. And but um, I would have to say and I think another, I think the most important thing, which I can remember even when I met you is just go no contact. Yeah. You know, because we, we would, my relationship, we would have breakups. Um, but then when he would call back, right. I didn't have the heart, you know, because right. healthy people can be, you know, you can talk to somebody and know that healthy people want closure. First of all, yeah. narcissists will never give you closure. They ghost you like all of right. a sudden they're gone. Right. And a healthy person's like, well, what, what happened? Like they want to know there's usually stages in that right. where first you're upset and you may call, you know, 10 times or whatever, or text like, and then you give up, you know, you get to, you're right. like, okay, it's been like, day doesn't want to call me, doesn't want to call me. And right. then you start to worry, like, did something happen? Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. did he get in a car accident? Did he get sick? Yeah. And then, um, then they just, it's like, they have the sixth sense on when to come back. And then when, you, when they come back, you, you've been through all these emotions you're just on the precipice of healing and getting over them. And it's like, they sense it. I swear. It's like right. their spirit sense, like she's just about to get over me. So I'm going to come back in. I'm going to sort her back in. Um, but no contact. And I had so many friends who had been in similar relationships and I thought, Oh, but I could talk to him and not get bit sucked in. I'm, I'm, right. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm ready. I'm over it. No, no contact is the most important step if you are going to escape a narcissist because right. they are that manipulative. Yep. Just like serpent was in the in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. That's how sneaky they are, and you won't know right. what hits you. Right. So 
So no and, contact uh, is vital. Pastor Owens, uh, nice. Thanks for watching. And he's like, where is God in this? And it, Pastor, I don't know if you heard the beginning, but yeah, we, we did talk about that. And, and I was going to say too, I think along with trying to find someone to help you, um, there are some really good Christian counselors, but it, this is what I would do. I would start praying that God's going to be changing things. And I think you really got to kind of hone in on your identity of who you are. I really believe that if people had a good self image of who they are in God, and they had that foundation laid, that these kind of things really wouldn't be happening because you wouldn't allow someone to treat you this way. That That's just my own thinking. But a no, lot of people, you're exactly right. And when yeah. Pastor Owens posed that question, that's what I was thinking. And that yep. is how my book ended up evolving was most of very frequently victims of narcissistic romantic relationships have had narcissistic or some type of abuse yeah. um, or um, don't have a strong identity. So for me, without even realizing what I needed to do, I, I, I was brought up in a very religious, in a very traditional Greek Orthodox religion. Right. And I never had a personal relationship with Christ. Right. And sadly, I was taught the God was someone to be feared, um, that you don't question, like just this, I was scared. I was really felt like I was scared of God. That's how it was right. taught to me. Right. And well, God, why would I pray? Like, God's not going to hear my prayer. I would just right. do my, my little prayer books. And I thought, why is he going to listen to me? You know, right. I'm, I'm not a good person. And why is he going to listen to me? So my identity was not where it should be based and that identity should be in our creator and in Jesus Christ, because yeah. he tells us we are blessed. Yeah. You know, that yeah. we are forgiven. So the identity, then when you don't have a identity in the one who really loves you, yeah. your frame of reference becomes this man it doesn't necessarily have to be a narcissist it could just be a man yeah. or your friends yep. so your identity comes from a place it should never come right and once you have an identity built in jesus christ yeah. you're like on that rock that foundation yeah. Yeah. nobody's going to deceive you again and i couldn't have explained this to you years ago yeah because i didn't have an identity understand it yeah jesus you know and that's, now, that's and you're you are among a bunch of people who um who just don't understand it. I, and, and, and just a little bit, just before we, we close the show, I got three awesome scriptures that are about identity that are going to help you guys. If, if you don't know what those are and, um, believe me, it's, it's all about our inheritance. It's about knowing, you know, well, here, just look at this guys. So I was always, you know, that type A personality. Um, I really believe God wanted me to, when you pray about things, you declare it, you get off your butt and you go do it. Right. That was me. It was all about doing things. And, um, you know, and I lacked the intimate relationship with God. So I became a born again Christian in 1985. Didn't start going to church until like 94. And then I started the surrender ministry in 94. And then I went all the way until 2018, where I finally figured out that I needed to surrender everything. And there was some, you know, healing that needed to happen of something that happened to me in my past, being sexually assaulted and an unhealthy bowel that I made. But the other part was just, you know, really just understanding how much he loved me 
and all the things that we did together. I mean, we're talking 150 churches, you know, training them to do adopt the neighborhood programs. He downloaded the chaplaincy program and I gave it to Salvation Army. Now that's in place in the city of Milwaukee with the Milwaukee Police Department. Went to the south side of Chicago. We trained churches over there. Went Gainesville, Florida, did that. It's and none of that mattered to him. I mean, it mattered in a sense that it that it furthered his kingdom. But he was waiting for me since 1985 to finally be on my knees and just give up and just allow him in. And that's it took me a long time, but that's the most important thing. And when you get that revelation of your identity, it's a game changer, guys. It's like you get that touch. And believe me, it was like he wrapped his arms around me. And uh, when you get that touch, man, I'm telling you, it's an amazing thing. And it changes everything. I mean, it literally changes everything. So. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. I'll be doing some scriptures about that. Yeah. In, in just a little bit. So let's, um, so it, it's, I mean, I believe you got to be strategic and I believe God wants us to be strategic in the things that we do, especially when we're talking about this kind of stuff and there's a spiritual warfare that's going on. And so if you're in a relationship like that, you need to get with people that can help you, good Christian people that can help you. I, I can do that, and I know that uh, Dr. K can do that too. Let me just get to that next slide. Um, here we go, book number two. So um, she's gonna be doing something called Stand and Speak Transformation Coaching. And so this would be a way for you to reach out to Dr. K and then she can kind of help you through this process. So talk about this, uh, Dr. K. Talk about how this is going to help people. Um, well, I think I, I had been a, a nurse and a professor in higher. I worked at Marquette University. I've been in higher education for over 20 years in, in nursing. Yeah. Um, and I definitely understand how to break down complex topics and make them understandable. So right. I think that the first step in recovery coaching from a relationship like this is just understanding what it is. I think that was really hard for me being an academic was understanding what happened to me. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get myself out of what I didn't understand. So the first step is education, but I find that people get stuck in this phase and then the coaching really needs to shift from looking at the narcissist and looking at yourself there and you. looking at what is it about me yeah. and why do I fall victim to this? Why did I tolerate this? Yeah. What do I, how do I identify a healthy relationship? How do I define a relationship that glorifies God? Right. And um, which brings me to the last part was while, while I was looking for information, I came across a lot of new age transformation our recovery coaches. And I almost got sucked in whole, a whole other wow. um, issue yeah. with intuitive, re intuitive readers and tarot cards and yeah. this and yeah. that. <laughs> and there was nobody offering a Christian based um, recovery wow. class. And, um, and I know that the Lord held me and upheld me in his mighty hand. The night I was assaulted, I felt something hit my shoulder and say, get up. Yeah. And if it wasn't for that voice, I would have not stood up. I would be not breathing. And I don't believe I would be living and breathing right now. Wow. And that voice resonated um, throughout the last three years was stand up, like stand up for yourself, expose, expose, expose yeah. this evil, and then equipped people with the authority that we have in the that. one yeah loves us perfectly and the yeah. one who died for us and not fear any person that right. uses 
you know, intimidation, bullying, manipulation, like, no, you have authority in Jesus Christ and he will heal you. Yes. I can guarantee you that because I thought I was never going to be able to put my life back together and it's not perfectly put together, but he still continues to work um, through me. And um, I love, I love Jesus more than anything. I, I wake up and I never felt like, I don't know where my day is going to go, but my eyes open and I'm like, (laughs) thank you Lord for another day. So I can try a little bit harder and, um, you know, help others overcome this. It would be great if we could prevent this, but we can't, and we know, and I think it's perfectly time too, because we know how the world, um, things are proliferating. And I, I think that passage yeah. in the Bible that talks about there will be bolsters, there, there will be lovers. To me, that's every characteristic of narcissism. And I think yeah. that there's going to be a lot more narcissism and narcissistic abuse. So we have to equip, equip, yep. Yep. equip people, men, women, these young children of what is, you know, how to discern the difference between a truth and a lie and how not to yeah. let their emotions get manipulated. Um, we've become such a, oh, it makes me feel like this yes. society that we can't discern the truth anymore. Yes. And um, so I just think, you know, the Lord is, you know, exposing the yeah. this veil between good and That's evil it. is becoming yeah. very, very thin yeah. and he's exposing things, but we have to take it as an opportunity to help one another and then stand up against atrocities and abuse, stand yeah. up again, whatever, whatever your passion is, whatever your experience is, to use your voice, to use your talents, to use your education, everything that you've been gifted with yeah. to help people face this coming. Um, yeah. uh, I, 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 I agree. I think, I think there's a lot of people that would fit into this category of narcissist. Unfortunately, I think if you look at what's happening in our political field right now, I think there's a lot of narcissist men and women that are in our political field right now that, that um, are just being manipulated. And, and it's just crazy that the stuff, but I believe God is exposing all those things. I think it's happening in a church too. Remember guys, you know, God's going to do things within the church first and that's going to be the exposure. And then it's going to spill out into the worldly things. Um, and I believe that's happening right now too. So crazy stuff, but man, where, where the devil is hitting hard, God's glory is even, even better. And I'm telling you, there is a revival that has started. And, um, and you heard me talk about this. If you're not in it and doing it, that means you're watching it and you don't want to be on the sidelines for this. You want to be used by God for these things. And, um, yeah, Crazy good stuff. So I, I, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is the Wonder Woman thing. Um, so that, that that was like a pinnacle part of uh, some of the things that happened. So I, I wasn't able to find the picture, but if you want to kind of explain um, it, um, that that I think I think people will get the the understanding of it. I don't even know how to explain that, but um, I did well, explain. God working. Yeah. yeah, I was I was Wonder Woman that that Halloween. Um, I. I was Wonder Woman. I used the wig to cover my face. And then it was the night before one of the first court appearances I had to make. And I had finally made the decision that I was going to, because at first, and this is in my book, I didn't want to press charges. (laughs) Guys, I don't know what happened right there, but I do believe that she must have 
uh, a, a call that came in or something. So let's give her a second to see if she can uh, come back online. And um, I'm going to go into my main screen right here and just give her a second to do that. All right. So there are a couple of scriptures that I do want to talk about. So maybe I'll do that while she is uh, coming up. So um, look at this, guys. So a child of God, right? So this is Romans 8.15, the Passion Translation. And uh, let me just turn this background. Hey guys, I, I downloaded some background music today, and it's a really, really cool. There's no, like, copyrights on it. And the guy that does it, his name is David Lastra. Lastra and uh, his information is in the comment section, too. But, but let's read this real quick. Um, this is Romans 8, 15 through 17, the Passion Translation. And did... And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough, but you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. You will never feel orphaned, for as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved Father, for the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us whispers into the innermost being, you are God's beloved child. And since we are his true children, we qualify and share all of his treasures, for indeed we are heirs of God himself. And since we are joined to Christ, we also inherit all that he is and that he has. Guys, let that sink in real quick. So everything that our daddy gave Jesus Jesus gave us. It's we inherited everything. Everything. We will experience being cold glorified because God uses us, our vessel, to bring his glory to the earth. And he, he wants us to usher those things in. So Holy Spirit just flows through us. So we are coal glorified with him, provided we accept his suffering as our own. That means you accept him in your guys, this, this is the Passion Translation. Um, yeah, I'm just looking and I don't see her coming on. So I'm going to go to the next one. Um, all right, let's take a look at this one. This is Galatians 4, 6 through 7. And again, the Passion Translation. And so that we would know that we are true children, God released the spirit of sonship into our hearts, moving us to cry out intimately, intimately, guys. That's a key word. My father, my true father, now we're no longer living like slaves under the law, but we are enjoyed being God's very own sons and daughters because we're his. We can access everything our father has for we are heirs because of what God has done. Guys, let this sink in of who you are we're adopted into his family. And it's so significant of the things that we're talking about tonight. I mean, just real significant in your identity. Guys, if you don't have an intimate relationship with God, man, just take some time. Just even right after the show, take, take like two, three minutes and just bow your head and close your eyes and just ask God in. And just say, Holy Spirit, just speak to me. Let me know. Huh. Someone's going to do this. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I can see someone just 
right after the show, just be quiet and just ask Holy Spirit. Let Say, Holy Spirit, let me know how much you love me. And just allow those words to flow through your mind and into your heart. And just let that sink in of how much he loves you. Because he loves you a lot. Um, yeah, this me look real quick here. Um, she's saying that she lost the connection. Um, yeah, I don't know if you can hear me, uh, Kathy, but if you want to try calling in again, I can probably get you back on there. Um, but let me do this last, uh, this last scripture. Guys, I read this last week and I almost couldn't get through it because it just is so, so good. Guys, it's John 17. 20 through 26. It was the Passion Translation. And this is Jesus praying for us. Isn't that awesome that he did that for us? And this is what he wanted for us. And if you look at your identity, guys, this is it in a nutshell. This is where he wants us as Christians to be. This, and I ask not only for these disciples, but also for all those who will one day believe in me. Through the disciples' message. So that's us, guys. That's that's us. And I pray for them. All be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray for them to become one with us so that the world would recognize that you sent me. Isn't that awesome? For the very glory you have given to me, I have given to them. That's that glory, the cold glory, right, guys? Though he wants to do these things through us. It's that oneness, right? So that they'd be joined to, okay, for the glory I've given to them, I have given to them. Um, let me start over here. For the glory you have given to me, I have given to them so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. You live fully in me and now I live fully in them so that they will experience perfect unity perfect unity, guys. And the world will be convinced that you sent me. For they will see that you love each one of them the same passionate love that you have for me. Guys, that same love, like when Jesus was getting baptized and um, the heavens opened and people heard our daddy say, you know, my beloved son, who I'm well pleased. Guys, that's what God is saying about you in particular. Just you in particular. He's saying, my beloved son, my beloved daughter, whom I am well pleased. Father, I ask you to allow everyone that you have given to me to be with me where I am. We're in heaven, guys. Right now, we are seated next to God, next to Jesus, right in heaven right now to be with me where I am and then they will see my full glory the very splendor you have placed upon me because you have loved me even before the beginning of time you are my righteous father but the unbelieving world has never known you in the perfect way that I know you and those who believe in me also those that you have sent me I have revealed to them Guys, gotta get it right. Gotta get that relationship right with God. It's so, so important. Our identity hinges on everything 
that we do and God wants to do through us. Without knowing who you are, you can't do these things that God wants you to do. Without being baptized in the Holy Spirit and receiving those gifts, you're never going to be able to go out and do all the things that God wants you to do. Now, believe me, like what happened to me, I mean, God's going to use you to further his kingdom. But the most important thing, the most important thing in that intimate relationship with him, um, yeah, the most important thing is that intimate relationship with him. Yeah, uh, Kathy just, uh, Dr. K just said there's something going on with the camera. Um, I want to tell everybody, um, maybe in a relationship that has gone, you know what, guys, I'm just going to put this on. And let's see if I can just get this on the screen. But then I'll talk to you about the other stuff. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, here. Oh, there we go. I don't know if you guys can read this, um, but it says, I want to tell everyone uh, who may be in a relationship, uh, let God reveal his truth to you. Pray he puts uh, people into your life that will support you and pray warriors for you. The enemy has no authority over a child of God. Amen. Uh, he will uphold you in his mighty right hand and ask him to come into your life. Oh, awesome. Yes, Dr. K, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Okay, so, guys, you know, there are going to be Christians... God's going to separate us. In Matthew 25, 40, he's going to separate us into goats and sheep, right? And then, um, and within that, God is like, you know, the, the people are like, well, Lord, Lord, when did we see you like needing, you know, food and clothes? And and he tells him, depart from me because you saw me. You saw me. That was him. So like this homeless thing that we're going to be doing for, for the homeless people, um, it's seeing those people at Jesus and just loving them the way he loves them and allowing Holy Spirit to flow through you to minister to people, to heal people, to live out Matthew 10, 8, raising the dead, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, right? Yes, yes, all that kind of stuff. And then we would do greater things than him, right? Um, but hey, it's also Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We've done miracles in your name. And Jesus is going to look at them and say, depart from me, you wicked. I never knew you. Guys, that could have been me. <laughs> I'm telling you, that could have been me. Um, don't let it be you. Don't let it be you. It starts with that intimate relationship every morning. Just spend that quality, that quiet time, quiet time. Spend that quiet time with Holy Spirit. Allow Him to minister. Allow Him to download those visions and plans that He wants you to do to change the things that are happening right outside your door. You are an atmosphere changer. You change atmospheres because Holy Spirit oozing out of you. And then you also change people's lives because you're going to listen to what Holy Spirit's telling you. You're going to take those risks like that Christine did with Dr. K. She took a risk to reach out to her, right? And that's what God wants us to do. That's how we change things, guys. That's how things get changed. It's amazing. It's amazing. But get it right. Take that time in the morning, soak, spend some time with him, read his word, 
and just allow him to speak to you. Let him wrap his arms around you. Let him wrap his arms telling you guys, when you get that touch, if you do get a touch from God, and I'm just declaring right now that through these airways, Holy Spirit, just touch people right now. Just let your fire just go through these airways. Let people, let just touch people's hearts in their mind. Let them know that you're there. Just touch them. Just let them know. Just supernatural peace right now across these airways. Uh, we declare warrior angels to be around those that need them right now. We're just thousands. Just dispatch them right now, God. There's thousands. Dispatch them to the people that are in those narcissist relationships. And we're declaring, devil, you have no legal authority to be doing that to those people. No legal authority. We rebuke you and cast you away from those people right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Yes, that intimate relationship. Guys, you take that touch that you get and uh, you turn it into a kiss. And that kiss equates to an intimate relationship. And the more you're in that intimate relationship, guys, the more you're going to want that. And it just, you just want more and more and more. It's like getting filled up. And then you're in that rest where God wants us to be. Never in turmoil, never in strife, but just that ultimate rest because we get so filled up every day and it, he just oozes out of us, oozes out. We're changing atmospheres and people. How it's supposed to be, guys. Starts with that intimate relationship. Starts with that intimate relationship. Guys, if you could, please like this, share this. And if anybody is in one of those kind of relationships, reach out to me or reach out to Dr. K and we will help you. And we will help you. I can guarantee it, we will help you. We'll do whatever we can do to help you. And if you want to, if you want to read the book, go on Amazon and that information is also in the comment section and you can purchase the book. Uh, do a love offering for her. However, however you want to do it, whatever Holy Spirit is leading you to do. Guys, thanks for watching. I uh, apologize for some of the other technical difficulties of, of losing her um, on the interview. But man, Holy Spirit's moving, guys. Man, be part of that. Be part of that. Oh, I almost forgot. So tonight, Faith Builders Church on Facebook and YouTube, they're going to be going live with our premiere of our new studio. Guys, you're going to love this. Pastor Robin and Pastor uh, Pastor Jeff are going to be doing a, a Bible study. It's going to be amazing. That information is also in the comment section. So right when we're done here, if you're supposed to be spending that time, that quiet time with God just before, do that. But at 7 o'clock, jump right on and watch that. I know God is going to have an awesome word um, from Pastor Pruitt, and you're going to get blessed by that. Immensely blessed by it. All right, guys. Man, thank you so much for thank you so much for watching. Remember, it starts with that intimate relationship with him. Man, every morning, get filled up, go out, and man, change people's lives. Surrender up and be a blessing.